What is up, guys and gals? Welcome to episode 98 of the Nonsense Review. I'm your host, as always, Devin, and joining me, equally as always, is Rick. Hello, everyone. Today, we are going to... Well, last week, we watched the very first video game movie. Today, we thought we'd watch the very first video game animated series. And boy, does it look bad, but it's Hanna-Barbera, so maybe it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I vaguely remember this from when I was eight. <laughs> I have no knowledge of this, although I watched two seconds of the intro theme while I was setting up, and it looks rough. It does. It does. But we'll get into that when we actually watch the show. Before that, those of you who are familiar with the podcast know we like to briefly talk about our weeks and the goings-on in the wide, wide world. So to that end, Rick, how's your week been, buddy? Personally, I've been playing more of Persona 5, and I think I'm about halfway through the um, the regular game, so about 40% of the way through Royal. Um, but the thing that's really happened out in the wide, wide world is more drama has surfaced with the Wizards of the Coast Open Gaming License 1.1 slash 2.0. They've backtracked on what was the initial draft. Um, They've said, now, instead of having to pay 25% of all your income, you now only have to pay 20. But it's still total income before you have to pay anyone. So you can still be a small creator and have to give out your pound of flesh to Wizards, which, which might actually make you, put you into negative uh, put you into the red. Um, in response, Paizo, who own Pathfinder, have uh, announced the Orc. It's the open RPG creative license, and it's ba- mainly led by the two Paizo, well, the owner and the president, who were on the D&D team at the time that they were writing the open gaming license. So they pretty much have a first-hand account of what the intent of the license was meant to be, and that it should never have been repealed. So, that's pretty much my take on this, and yeah, a lot of people are voting with their wallets and abandoning D&D wholesale right now. Which is absolutely what they should be doing, although that being said, it has been a treat, because um, when I make the uh, the editing software for the audio uh, do its automatic processes, it takes a minute, so uh, I usually browse Reddit, usually D&D memes, and boy have they been having a field day with this bollocks. Yeah, <laughs> my favourite part of it actually, unironically, like, unironically, is that when they announced the Orc system, there are two threads. One of them is the fact thread and the other is the meme thread. And it's um, the ORC. Only Orc Voices. All caps only. (laughs) And you get downvoted if you don't shout your response. But yeah, it's been sparking a lot of uh, thought experiments on the 3D6 subreddit of character creation of how do I convert my D&D character into a Pathfinder character? <laughs> I imagine it's not that difficult because Pathfinder's got a shit zillion fucking options. Yeah, it does. Um, so a lot of things, it's not one-to-one, but you can normally create something that does 95% of the same things, although you might need a few levels under your belt before you can do all of it. Yeah, but playing at level one's boring. Yeah, level one's garbage. Although in Pathfinder, you kind of do need to level up a little bit on your own so you can kind of get your head around the system. Um, yeah, but you can say that about D&D, Rick. I, like, everybody... If you're f- playing D&D for the first fucking time, you don't want someone being level 5 because they've got class features and shit, and some of those are weird. Yeah, they are. <laughs> what you're saying is... Uh, I'm just saying, your your statement doesn't apply exclusively to Pathfinder. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much enough about me, my week, and my thoughts about the open game license and the orc. So, how about you? How has your week been, and what what do you see now in the wide, wide world? Uh, on the personal front, I've been watching, uh, or rather, I've started watching Peaky Blinders. Oh yes, that was filmed near me, and the um, the old mill that they use for it burnt down like last year. That's weird because their most recent season was filmed in uh, released in 2022. So I guess I guess that must be the final season, unless they're um, changing location in the show. Who knows? They might have found a new mill. <laughs> There's fucking loads of them. Season one was interesting. I'm halfway through season two, and gotta be honest with you things go off the deep end real fucking quick in season two. Season one gripped my interest because it's a bunch of people who fought in World War One. Yes. And they're all fucked up because of course they are. They fought in World War One. They're working class men and they don't have jobs now that they're back home so they're gangsters now. Mm. And it's a pretty interesting story. One of them becomes a communist and it's like workers' rights and all that shit so he's constantly getting handed by the cops. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's an interesting story and it's annoying how um, much of a parallel we've got going on with real life events that are happening right now. This came out in 2013. It's set in 1919. Yeah, you got the old 20s and the new 20s. You got this communist fellow getting all the railway workers to strike because they're 
they're not getting paid enough. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's one of those where it gripped me. It was very interesting. I enjoyed it. I did a bit of a wiki dive in that. I was like, is this based in reality? Because I don't think it is. And it's one of those really weird things where it's basically historical fan fiction. Yes, fair enough. There was a gang in Birmingham during that time period called the Peaky Blinders. They were not anything like what they're depicted in the show. Go figure. But uh, there's a real historical gangster called Billy Kimball who gets, spoiler alert, killed at the end of season one. And in reality, he lived till 1950. Okay, okay. So, uh, yeah, very much in fan fiction territory. And yeah, the reason why I say season two dips off a bit for me is is it stops being this sort of semi-realistic fan fiction-esque uh, era, uh, looking at the era, and to straight up just comic book bullshit. Okay. Which, if it started as comic book bullshit, I could live with it, but it didn't. So it's kind of like, I'm still interested, but eh. The things I know about Peaky Blinders, one is that there is a game. What? Which I believe is along the style of XCOM. Shut up. That actually sounds interesting, though. Yeah, and you've got, like, your different units are your different, uh, mostly bald people. Who, and you just send them around the villages doing little tasks, but, like, all in real time. That doesn't sound anything like XCOM. Well, okay, but when I say real time, I mean, like, you're controlling them all on the turns. Uh, so turn-based rather than real. Okay, right, but you, you, but you used the wrong word, Rick. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's turn-based, but you're like controlling them all at once rather than just controlling one of them and making it like a, uh, like, you know, like a regular action game. The other is that Peaky Blinders was notorious among barbers. Be- oh, because of the fucking haircut. Yeah. <laughs> People wanted the Peaky Blinders haircut because the straight-up models that they have acting in it, you know, have good-shaped heads. Well, I was going to say, it, the, the haircut suits Cillian Murphy, but also he's borderline supermodel looks. <laughs> yes, yes. If you look like a thumb... <laughs> You're gonna look like a thumb who looks like Kim Jong-un if you have that haircut. Oh, that's unfortunate, but yeah, I can see it. Yes, yes. Not only did barbers get sick of having to do it, they got even more sick of having to defend themselves against people who look like thumbs. So... <laughs> well, it's one of those where if you want a hair- haircut, take a picture of what you want to your barber. However, if your barber says, if I, met, if I do this haircut, it will look terrible on you, you've got to take, com- take that comment and roll with it. You can't... They know better than you. That being said, this is obviously set in Birmingham. So a lot of the main actors don't bother with a Brummie accent, but a lot of the supporting and extras do. And it's the f- I'm not used to hearing Brummie accents in the wild because I live down south. But uh, mm-hmm. boy, do I piss myself laughing every time I hear one. <laughs> I know that's a horrible thing to say, especially considering my stupid fucking accent. But you know, yeah, there's there's something. It's like it feels like Southern Squared, where you've got like especially like Dudley. Like welcome to the Dudley Coven of Witches. But that's just it. We had um we had a butcher at the local market who was who was a brummy and I he used to say the same thing every time when we'd walk past and I, it was so funny it was like do you want some steak <laughs> I'm like fucking hell do people talk like that and again I don't mean to disrespect all the people of Birmingham take the piss out of my voice all you want I talk borderline cockney and that's shit I know <laughs> <laughs> I love your voices. I just find them funny. All right? I'm sorry. Uh, shall I move on, Rick? <laughs> yeah, let's shall. Final Fantasy 14, 6.3. Yeah, that dropped, ain't it? Yeah, I've, I've re-upped my sub. I've uh, I've done the story. I haven't done the new part of the raid yet because I'm holding fire because I want to do it as a DPS and not as a healer because uh, as much as I like healing, I don't like healing the 24-man uh, on my first attempt through when I don't know mechanics because, hey, if both healers die, you're fucked. Yeah, it's, it's not as bad on death day zero when everybody's basically progging I guess like there's some there's some leeway in the forgiveness you know except everybody's progging and they want to get it done yes so it's one of those where I don't want to heal because if I die as healer the other heal when you're healing as a couple like that you've got two healers in most content um when the other healer goes down there is a panic urge that rises when you of oh my co-healer's down I am now responsible for all healing I need to get my co-healer up oh my quick cast is gone yes and the tank is now down to a third Oh no. <laughs> well, it's worse than that because in raids, there's so many fucking AoEs going off that are just heal checks. Yep, yep, yep. And also, like, the floor pie is all is just there to stop healers from healing because most heals are something you have to charge up and cast. There's not that many that are just instant cast, you know? Oh no, that's bullshit, Rick. You play healer wrong. Okay. Uh- <laughs> 
Um, well, yeah, I, I only play two healers, and I heal suboptimally just because the one that I like using is the one that you don't have to charge and cast. Okay, but Scholar, you don't charge and cast. Uh, okay. you, you can charge and cast if you're out of your Aetherflow Gorge, but, you know, uh, if, if you're doing that, you're already in a bad spot. Yeah, yeah. I've just never really jived with casters in 14 just because of having to do DDR means you can't cast half the time. Eh. Oh well, you've got your own issues with fourteen. I respect that. We, this is that isn't the point of this podcast, so we'll, we'll move swiftly on. Uh, the story yeah. beats are fun. I enjoyed the story. Mild spoiler, I suppose, but the four fiends are, are are done now. Yeah, yeah, I expected that kind of. I was gonna say it's not much of a spoiler because last patch we dealt with two of them. This patch we dealt with two of them. Guess who's fucking next? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine after the next set of uh, of story patches, so six point five, um, we'll uh, we'll be focusing on whatever the setup is for whatever the next expansion is. Usually it is. In other news, I had a real craving to play Brutal Legend again, because I've not played that game in years, and that game is fun, and oh, I must have picked it up during a Humble Bundle at some point, because it was already on Steam, uh, on my sweet. Steam account, so I played that for about an hour, and I went, yeah, this game's fun, I can't wait to play it more. Yeah, sweet, sweet. I wish that game got more credit back in the day. Yeah, like, if pe- if they'd have been honest about what the game was. I don't know why it's a, t- it's a RTS. <laughs> I, d- I don't know, it makes no sense. Because it would have worked, well, looking at it, it looked like it would have worked very, very well as a Darksiders clone. I don't think it would have been that in-depth. Because, uh, it's one of those. Because you drive around in the car a lot. Sure. But, you know, I, I don't know where I'm going with this. It's just, I like the game even though it's an RTS because I like RTSs. But mm-hmm. it's really not meant to be. It, it, The style and everything doesn't lend itself to it very well. Sure, sure. But yeah, I'll, I'll probably be singing its praises again for the next couple of weeks. Anyway, you ready for the news for the Wide Wide World? Yeah, let's go to the Wide Wide World. Uh, this is kind of old news, but the Owl House's new episode leaked. Rick and I are clean. We, we haven't watched it. We're waiting until the 21st, which is only a week away. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're looking forward to seeing it. I've managed to avoid find, find, finding spoilers out in the world, but that's mostly because the communities I'm part of have all got hard. Hey, don't share shit from the leak, because, you know, don't even watch the leak, really. Because, uh, you know, any numbers you take away from official viewing numbers is going to hurt the show. I know the show's already coming to an end, but you never know. Yeah, totally. I'll always smile at uh, the Disney execs babbing themselves when they realise, oh, it's actually popular on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I also got respect for, I've forgotten his name, I apologise, the Amphibia creator. Matt Braley, is it? Yeah, Matt Braley, yeah. Uh, Straight up tweeting as the final season was going out. Hey guys, I know everyone not in America can't watch Amphibia right now, but if you are watching Amphibia somehow, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, make sure when it comes out on Disney Plus to watch it there as well. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, it's bullshit. With a streaming platform that can go live whenever, why are you still releasing shit at region-locked uh, times? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's fucking dippy. It's baffling. It's dumb. It, it makes no sense. And, you know, Disney's kind of like that, though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 they definitely are. And you told me about this um, the other day, that um, they have the no collaborations rule. Yeah, I, I haven't found an official source for this. Apparently it's an internal memo of, uh, basically... Disney shows can't cross over with Disney characters rather can't officially cross over with other, other uh, Disney franchises uh, this is a fairly recent rule as in our lifetime because when I was a child I remember watching the Aladdin cartoon show and they had a crossover with Hercules I remember watching The House of Mouse which was just a bunch of crossover fun bullshit in between watching old cartoons yeah like um, like Hades would just be sat at one of the tables <laughs> yeah like there was a whole joke where um, they couldn't find the third Caballero because it was Donald and he was busy being a waiter <laughs> and uh, you had Daisy go oh I'm actually I'm actually going out with the third candelabra <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know uh, and this is how recent this rule came in in that it affected Kingdom Hearts because Kingdom Hearts 1 everyone was like wouldn't it be cool you get all these cool guest party members like Tarzan and Jack Skellington wouldn't it be cool if you could take them between worlds you can't take them between worlds because Disney's hard written rule is no crossovers yeah yeah um, so the uh, the guest characters stay in their world when you leave. Mm. Which is also weird because they're own they've got some of their own shows still that are just crossover shows, such as Chibiverse. Yes. Where we're getting an Owl House and Amphibia crossover. They've not officially announced that, but they mentioned frogs while showing a picture of Luz, so Yeah. <laughs> Don't know what else that could fucking mean. <laughs> 
Plus, you know, hot pops on the wall in the vet clinic. I never, I didn't notice that one. Like in his, um, in his actor guise, he's on a poster in on the wall in the episode one of season three. I mean, I'm not doubting you. I'm just saying I don't, I didn't catch that one. Like I caught the one with uh, Arn. Obviously, I, I'm saying Arn because of Persona again. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> because of Anne at the end of season two, but that one would be a bit hard to fucking miss. Yes, yes, the most replayed segment of the YouTube re-upload. <laughs> Right, okay. Rick, this is not a wrestling podcast. No, it's not. You might remember last week I mentioned that Vince McMahon tried to do a bit of a coup for power. Well, it wasn't much of a coup. He just straight up did it. He is now the CEO again of WWE. Stephanie McMahon has resigned and fucked off. Yeah, I was going to say, even I knew that Stephanie was gone. Literally about an hour after we recorded last week's episode, it was like all of this shit went down and I was like, well, fuck. Instantly outdated. But yeah, they're trying to sell the company. There was rumours earlier in the week that the Saudis wanted to buy it, which uh, very quickly got quite... I don't entirely believe that that rumour is unprecedented, or rather it has no substance. I think uh, it's a very real possibility. Mm -hmm. More importantly than that, someone very interesting has been very vocal about throwing their hat into the ring. Oh? Tony Khan. Okay. Which might not mean much to you, Rick, but he is the current owner of AEW. Right. That's the number two. Yes, yes. So is he he thinking of becoming the next Super McMahon by buying WWE as well? It's It's a very interesting scenario we find ourselves in, because Tony Khan isn't that rich but his dad sure fucking is mm. and just to put into context how rich these people are they own AEW the world's number two wrestling promotion at least most of the time sometimes it might be number three who knows I don't follow numbers too specifically they also own Fulham Football Club Yep. They also own uh, something Jaguars, an NFL team. These people, these people have the have the funding if they w- really want to do it. Yeah, just pull something out because you got many fingers and many pies. I strongly suspect this is Tony Khan being Tony Khan and just saying it to try and generate a bit of buzz. Sure. But uh, boy, would it be interesting? Yeah. It would be very interesting. It might be illegal under under anti competition laws. Oh fuck off! Wrestling's never given a fuck about that. WWE bought WCW back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, shit. The reason WWE exists is because Vince McMahon went around and bought all the. Ter- Territories. But yeah, a very interesting rumour has been floating around, which is entirely rumour and speculation, but it's fun to think about, of uh, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon don't want to be a part of WWE if it's sold, which I can't rightly blame them. They've both got a fair amount of money saved away and could potentially be bought out of their contracts. Like, Stephanie stepped down as, co- as co-CEO, but Triple H has a contract for an actual job, so if he wants to leave, they'll have to buy out his contract or vice versa. Sure. The fantasy scenario people have been pitching is, what if Triple H and Stephanie McMahon just fucked off and bought the NWA? <laughs> For those of you unfamiliar with the NWA, I'm not talking about that one super group of rappers. I'm talking about the National Wrestling Association. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I'm assuming that's the sometimes number two, sometimes number three. No, but it's got some heritage behind it. Sure. It's currently owned by Billy Corgan of the Smashing Pumpkins, so let that one sink in. Well, now. <laughs> When you say history, does that mean it's the um, it's the helmet wrestling? I mean it's the old school fucking wrestling company. It, it It's from the territory days. It's old as WWE. Sure. It's one of the territories Vince didn't buy out. Already? I'm, I might be getting that incorrect and or abbreviating it a ton to save time, but that's pretty much the gist of it. It's a It's got heritage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Speaking of the NWA, and I'm not talking about the wrestling company this time, Dr. Dre sent a cease and desist to Marjorie Taylor Greene. Okay. Um... <laughs> Now, for those of you who are unfamiliar with this story, uh, in America, in US copyright law, politicians are not allowed to use anyone's music without permission. That is 100% written down. You can't do it because, you know, yes. you don't, nobody wants to be associated with a political party they don't believe in. Yeah, totally. And Marjorie Taylor Greene used a snippet from Steel Dre in one of her fucking political campaigns, causing Dr. Dre to, well, Dr. Dre's lawyers to send a letter saying, hey, fucking cut that shit out. Yup, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, power to him. Yeah, but the baffling thing is, if you're a member of your company's equivalent of parliament, you should have a basic understanding of the fucking law. Uh, I know a lot of people don't, I'm just saying they should. Well, A, that, and B, it seems like some manifestos are break as many laws as you can so that if you only get caught on two of them, then hopefully it's the ones that come with the smallest fines, and that's that, that, that's the cost of doing business. Okay, so this is where the, the, the ultra-rich super thugs differ from the bare-bones common as shit thugs, because a common, a, common, a common rule amongst uh, criminals is if you're breaking the law, only break one at a time. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's all, if you get done, like, if you're doing tax avoidance, make sure you draw 
drive it safe as fuck on the road because you don't want to get pulled over and then they check your taxes. Yeah, yeah. And America, <laughs> America, in a lot of states, they've got the three strikes and you're out rule, where no matter what your third crime is, you get a, like a life sentence, pretty much. That's stupid. Yeah, there's a guy serving three consecutive life sentences for stealing nine VHSs. That's bollocks. Because each individual VHS was was treated tra- tra- as, as a separate theft. That's bollocks, though. Like that's fucked. Yeah, it's garbage. I hate America. It's how they uh, manage to imprison one percent of their population. Yes, and mostly black people. Go figure. Yep. I'm not saying black people are criminals. I'm saying the system is built against them. In case that wasn't clear, the system is built to incarcerate black men and have them work in for-profit prisons. It's such a fucking scummy system. And the problem is, I'm looking at the Tory government and I'm looking at the non-Tory alternative, which is just Tory light. And I'm like, oh boy, we're gonna be there in about fifty years. Uh, yeah. Let me be optimistic with the time frame, Rick. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, it's one of those. All right, very final piece of news. It's still sad. Uh, Jeff Beck has died at the age of 78. Oh man, I didn't know this. Oh, well, yeah, it it was all, like, my first night back on FF14, as I was waiting to to log in, because there was a bit of a queue, I looked on my phone, and the big news story was Jeff Beck's died, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, this is not the good timeline. Oh, man. Like, he was someone who I really, actually really respected as a musician, because he could just pick up an instrument, fuck around, the music would happen. You can say that about a lot of greats. Um, you can't underestimate this dude's career. He's been playing since the 60s. Mm. Uh, it's one of those where it's really awkward, because Jeff Beck's one of those um, performers and artists who, I know his name, and I, I know his work, but I can't name you a specific song he did. No, no, the, the thing I can name for you is the episode of Future Armor that he did. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, they they and they had that brief spot where they had uh, Simon and Garfunkel, but Garfunkel was replaced by a robot, and it was uh, <laughs> it was um, it was the really like, are you going to Scarborough Fair? Parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone where Bender couldn't move, right? Yeah, yeah. So he turned his uh, he turned his torso into like a washboard that he could play with some like attachable prosthetic tiny arms. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, oh, man. But yeah, legend. He passed away from a brief battle with uh, it's that bacterial infection, bronchitis, I think. Right. Uh, but you know, seventy eight isn't bad going. Yeah, it's still above the average. But uh, you know, it still doesn't make things feel entirely great. And no. on that bummer of a fucking news, sorry you had to find out that way, Rick. We're doing. Pac-Man today, the original animated series from 1990... Sorry, not 1990. 1982? I didn't look this up. I think it was 1982. Uh, it was 1980s. It, was, it wasn't 82, it was 88. I can't remember which one specifically, but shit's old. It's older than me by potentially 10 years. Yep. <laughs> when I watched this, like I said, I was 8 and it was already old as shit by then. Uh, we got a VHS when we were on Cubs Camp. Not even Scout Camp, Cubs Camp. Jesus Christ. VHS, <laughs> Cubs, what fucking next? Are we going to talk about Jimmy Oh, we better not. Yeah, yeah. The other thing we did at that uh, that Cubs camp was the you know the board game where you uh, you put a VHS in and you uh, you basically get the board the VHS tape to be a DM. Yeah, that was fun. It was like nightmare or something. What the fuck are you on about? I I know there used to be a ton of board games you could get where it was basically a quiz and they'd ask you a quiz via a DVD, but I didn't know they did shit on VHS. Yeah, so the VHS one it was just there to interrupt you and tell the person whose turn it is now to take a penalty. More or less. Wow, that sounds so fun. Great. Yeah, you just have it. You just have it playing in the background. That it was like background ambience, and then the dude just comes up and goes. Uh, there was a Star Trek one as well. It was like, hey, you experience B, and you'd have to go and uh, take a uh, take a forfeit card. But yeah, um, apologies for that discourse. Um, we're yes, we're watching Pac-Man the animated series. It's season one, episode one and two. Presidential Pack Nappers and Picnic in Packland. Three, two, one, and go. Yeah, you see, instantly from the fucking get-go, it's like, um, doesn't look good. For the time, it's fine. Who the fuck is this prick? Who the fuck is this egg? <laughs> it's fucking Dr. Eggman. But a different, uh, different universe, I guess. It's going to be interesting to see mm. if that's actually Miss Pac-Man or not, or if it's Pac-Mum. Yeah, Pac-Chan. <laughs> I do like these old school Hanna Barbera um, title cards. Yeah, yeah, and um, how they've basically taken the the music from the public domain and then just <laughs> yeah, and just changed it very, very slightly. Boy, that oh, it wasn't Pac Man. That's why. 
Yeah, that's like pack Homer Simpson, I guess. You can just see the trademarks on the script, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> In every future adaptation where there's story elements put into Pac-Man, the ghosts are much more... I almost said much more better, but that's poor English. You know what I mean, right? Yeah, much more better gooder, yeah. They're they're, uh, more differentiated in their personalities. Like, for example, I believe Pinky had a crush on Pac-Man. Maybe. Yeah, there's five ghosts in this. They're all going to smush into nothing, aren't they? What was the plan there? Uh, I think they were all going to like ambush Pac-Man, but he went with the pipe instead. But she put the pipe out and she's on their team. That's what I'm saying. What was the plan? Uh, hijinks. Rick, we're about three minutes in and I'm already regretting this. Yeah, ditto. Oh, it is Miss oh, Pac-Man, so this Pac-Man. is before the fucking kerfuffle. Yeah. This might be why it... Yeah, it might, they might put it in the early, except early 80s rather than the late 80s. Pack snacks. Is it going to be a cherry? Nope, just pellets. Nope. No, not power pellets. Yeah, those are the normal pellets. The power pellets, you've only got four of them, ain't you? Yeah? And they turn blue, not purple. Hannah Barbara really did their research on this one. Yeah, I think because two of them were already blue, they had to make them purple to make them look different. Uh... But they're like, they're negative blues, aren't they, usually? Yeah, they've got like a white outline and everything. She didn't even fucking eat any. Did someone on the... I think someone on the crew just had a vor fetish before that was a thing. Yeah. Is that the name of the episode? (laughs) (laughs) That's some sinister bagul shit. Yeah, that's, um... It's like Lady and the Tramp, but with vor. Should we get a vor counter in the corner? (laughs) <laughs> I'm not going to do that, that's too much work but you know I don't know who this prick's meant to be he's got like a bit of a cool Vader thing going on with his face yeah I think he looks more like a proto-Zerg than a Vader why is the carpet British? Uh, it's it's on the piss as well it's not proper British Yeah. if anything it's Japan That makes no sense. Okay, so... So Pac-Man eats the suits rather than the ghosts. No. No, this is dumb. So, okay, oh, good... I guess that one is he's... a power pellet because it's got the super aura. Yeah, he's actually got one. He's clearly not a baboon. He don't have, uh, he don't have legs or a tail, but oh well. I do love, like, old school ways of trying to insult your minions without actually swearing. Well, it's like someone, I was reading some thread the other day on some website, it was either 4chan or Reddit, I can't remember which, where essentially old school cartoon villains used to have the best insults because they were entirely born from not being allowed to swear. Yeah, there's like a, there's like a 40 minute um, shredder compilation of insults that he gives to Rocksteady and Bebop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I 
How's that gonna... What? That's not how crowbars work. No. Well, you can tell it wasn't an actual death because otherwise he'd have turned himself inside out, wouldn't he? I guess. Rick, I'm tired. <laughs> it is Mario Pac-Man. Pac-Mario. But not even a good Pac-Mario. Back to the Macaroni Fortress, I guess. It's not even. It's like an American Pac-Man president's house. What did I just say? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't plan for this eventuality. Yeah. So is the goal a leader, then? So it would seem. Like, she's got the one brain cell for the entire party. He's got a fucking... <laughs> He's got a pack decoy. All he needs to do is put an explosive in it. Yeah. Pack tank stance. <laughs> I'm not talking right now, but that's because what's what's worth talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I I might have been defeated. Oh, he's colossal. Now we've got the inflation gonna... fetish. Yeah, we're doing an up, Rick. Yeah, he's going he's to kidnap the entire um, macaroni White House. <laughs> I'm no Skeletor! He's clearly not Skeletor. You can you can fly. The evil overlord has to know his minions are fucking idiots. So why does he still use them? Yeah. Man, like, I'm I'm sorry, everyone. Like, half of my response is... That, why is he massive? Like, he wasn't that massive when he was in, in his house. No, he wasn't, but at the same time, the ghosts were really small, if you remember, so... Oh, fuck yeah, me, probably. I didn't... Yeah, no, you're right, he's bigger than the trees! Yeah, he's like... Literally God. <laughs> You can't say that no more. Oh, you can't say that in the UK. Definitely not. Uh, Packy's not actually that bad of a word to say in the States, because um, I learned from GTA 4 that Packy is a, an abbreviation for the name um, uh, uh, Patrick. Okay. So, yeah. But yeah, you can't say that in, in Britain, because it's... I, I'm, I'm very much of the opinion that uh, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Because, but yeah, it's an, it's an abbreviation that became a slur. Yeah, it, it's very much a word used by thugs and racists in an aggressive tone to um, belittle, usually not even Pakistani people, usually Indian or Sri Lankan. Yeah. Uh, which is part of the racism part of, like, you're calling someone a, Pakistan, a, a slur for Pakistani and they're not even Pakistani. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's also, it's also an older thing where... Um, a lot of people who like you've got first-hand experience with this, Rick. Of um, there's the older generation of people who came from India, who technically speaking, if they left India now, uh, well, left their home now, it would be Pakistan. Yes, yes. So they they left their home possibly during the partition, possibly because of the partition, and yeah, they they can't return to the country that they left.
The fuck did he give him just a Chinese tickle? So it would seem. He shrunk a lot for the amount of distance that he travelled. Don't, don't think about it. My brain instantly went to somewhere really gross and I hate myself. <laughs> I'm not going to say it because it was disgusting and unnecessary. But hopefully I... my words are filling your, your head with the idea of where my brain went. I I have st certain ideas from that. They may be different. They may be similar. <laughs> Let's keep them inside our brains. Yep. Yep. That's fucking convenient, ain't it? Yeah, that's like... Oh. It's potentially a much more useful thing. Well, no, because power pellets just make him immortal. Yeah, true. Yeah, you're right. It's just coats. Like, I know that's what the visual gag implied earlier, but it's fucking stupid. Look at the dog and cat. Yeah, the dog and the cat are round. <laughs> I think they might be the best characters so far. Rick, okay. You see, did you see the sun? Is it a pack sun? Yeah, it had the little triangle cut out of it, so it looks like a Pac-Man face from the side. Okay. How fucking terrifying would it be if you looked up one day and saw the sun and it just had a triangle taken out of it? It would be uh, rather disturbing. I don't know what I do. I think most people will go insane. Oh, when there's a, when there's an eclipse and it just goes, <laughs> just like oh. in on itself and just goes. Oh, that would be terrible, but at the same time, just a little bit funny. Yep. <laughs> It'd be funny for two seconds, and then the horror would set in. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a weird thought experiment for, phys for physicists. What would happen if the sun ceased to be? Uh, the world dies. Um, I mean, yes, but does the Earth just go off in the direction that it was traveling, or does it spiral out, is uh, one of the things that they're thinking of. Yeah, but who gives a fuck, because humanity's gone at that point. Uh, you'd be able to survive for at least a couple of days without it, but yeah. yeah but uh... humanity's doomed. you got about five days. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, it, if, the, if the Earth's orbit goes out of whack, I'm going to assume that Potentially, the moon's orbit is also going to go a bit out of whack, which will affect the tides. Oh, yeah. That, well, the thing is, if the sun is gone, then there's no more heat, apart from what you can make yourself. Which is not a lot. No. No, it's not. But I'm just saying, like, let's assume like some wealthy elite puts themselves in bunkers, because you know they will, uh, where heat is not a problem. They're still going to get fucked. Humanity's extinct. Mm. Yes, yes. And this is much more of a fun topic of conversation than dwelling on whatever bullshit we're currently trying to watch. Look at the little cat being a bastard. I really want to kick it in the face. I just want to punt it. Yeah, that's what kicking is, Rick. Yeah, I don't, I don't even want to kick it in the face. I want to kick it in its ass and then it, just watch it go. I'm just reminded of... Uh, what, what, <laughs> what would you do if the world was ending? Carl Bilgerton, I've always wanted to kick a duck up the arse. <laughs> <laughs> kick a duck up the arse, yeah. Which is really, it's kind of sweet in its own way, because there's nothing <laughs> stopping you. There's nothing illegal about kicking a duck up the arse, you know? It's just you'd have to live with yourself the next day. Yeah, it's one of those where he can do it, he just doesn't because he knows it's wrong. Yeah. He he stopped animating his face. Yeah. This is some vaguely veiled fucking vor shit. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 vor both ways as well. I think the generation before us had some vor fans who didn't know they were vor fans based on this fucking cartoon. Yum yum. Well, the number of times in Power Rangers, even, there was a monster that ate the Power Rangers. Like, it was at least twice. Which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. Yeah. I don't remember I don't remember that happening in Power Rangers, but it's been a while since I've watched an episode. There was, like, a frog that had a big old tongue, and when it ate them, it, uh, like, their um, helmets appeared on his belly. Stop, because... Rick, you're giving me a boner. <laughs> <laughs> In case it wasn't clear, that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. Master! Master! No, no, he's burying it. At least he's just burying yeah. it and he's not taking a poo. Yeah, bury that uh, that crap Windows logo of ghosts. What do you think Pac-Man's shit is like? Because uh, he just he also, eats nothing but power pellets. I think it's also pellets, but they're a different colour. You know what? That's a more generous assumption than I would have made. Oh, he guess Why he eats more than just bun on the grill. Some people like toasted buns. Granted, yeah, you don't. I like, know you don't toast them like that. Just give them the benefit of the doubt. Hanna Barbera, they're yeah. dumb. Yeah, you don't put the entire burger on the grill. <laughs> that dog looked like Hitler for a second. <laughs> oh, now that's the fucking title. <laughs> like looking at it in front on, he looked really sinister, and he had his uh, comb over and everything. That's some animal cruelty bullshit. Alright, listen, no, fuck you, Pac-Man, you're a fat fuck, you've had a burger, you just tried to have two more and the dog stole them. Fucking live and let live. How big are those ants? Um, depends how big everything else is, except kind of not. Like, if, if um, if the guy is an actual human and that's what the size of humans is meant to be, then the ants are probably about right, and... The ghosts and the pack folk are like tiny. Ah, oh, maybe. Like I know we have a go at Steven Universe, specifically the character, for being inconsistent with his height, but for fuck's sake, this show's atrocious. Just fucking move two feet, you dumb motherfuckers! Yeah, just move left or right. <laughs> Why is everything the shape of Pac-Man's face? It's fucking obnoxious at this point. Okay, so he's he's using the pack pellet, power pellet. I turn into a cork once a he fish. fucking casts, so I don't know. Man, I always thought fishing would be a lot easier than it was in real life, based on how easy it looks in cartoons. Oh yeah, because they cut out the fact that you're you know waiting for like two and a half hours. <laughs> well, I don't mind the waiting. It's the setting up of the rod and the 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 you know. Putting the weights on the fucking rod takes seven hours. I still haven't learned yeah. to do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, uh, my dad used to do it for me, so fuck knows what I'm going to do next time I go fishing. Yeah. Get Kawakami to do it for you. She's not real, Rick. <laughs> More's the pity. Why are there giant... Why? Why? What? I don't know why the fish are the only things that look like fish. Okay, okay, uh... Rewind. I know what Why you are mean. the fish the only things that look like what they're meant to be? Rather, than... <laughs> yeah, there's a reason everything else doesn't look like fish because they're not fish. But still, why are they all orange now? Um, apparently the red one and the orange have very little difference between them. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, my bra- my brain's being dumb, and I didn't even register there was only two on the screen at the time I asked a question. Two of them. <laughs> what? Oh, because there's a real one following Yeah, there's a boat. real one, yeah. What? Right, Rick, why is there a shark in a lake? I enjoy how round the shark is. Yeah, again, looking a bit Pac-Man-y. Yeah. What? That's clearly the shark, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is he going to, like, fish up a bike or something? No, he's going to fish up one of the ghosts. Alright, listen, my screen isn't dirty, but my screen looks dirty because of this animation. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, they're attracted to shark, aren't they? Yeah, they will be. Yeah, the the capture will have been taken from a VHS, which will have degraded. Yeah, that's fine. I'm just saying it's very it's it's a bit odd. Pack jaws. 
Oh, good. We're done with the fucking fishing bullshit. What? Mm. Mm. Pack drafts. Mm. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. That... <laughs> okay, call forward. That's probably going to be the favourite moment. It's not plugged in. Rick, 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 it's Hanna-Barbera. Don't expect them to think. They had to have been paid a lot of money to just do this by Bandai. Surely they didn't want these rights. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's some cartoon logic. What? How long did you make the string, you dumb motherfuckers? I think the answer was yes. Listen, I know it's a cartoon and it's for kids, right? But if I was one of these ghosts, I'd just bring a big fuck-off knife and rush Pac-Man. He can't take all of you before you stab him. Yeah. Like, they like eating him, he likes eating them. Like, it's easier to eat when he's dead. <laughs> okay, so... This is the first time that their morphing has actually worked because they actually look like the thing that they're meant to morph into. They look like the flying disc. Okay, they look like the flying disc, but they looked exactly like the kite because the kite was also those colours. No, there wasn't. The kite was blue. It was in the tree and it was four colours. It was blue. Rick, I've got, I'm not trying to gaslight you here, but we've got one minute left of this cartoon. I will rewind it when the episode's over just to double check. But I am fairly confident the kite was blue. Okay. It might have been blue in one, one scene and uh, four colours in the other. I don't think it was ever more than one colour, Rick. I think you're trying to save yourself for no reason. Look at that baobab tree. That looks just really dummy thick. <laughs> I mean, baobab trees, trees do be kind of d d dummy thick. Yeah, but it's the fact that um, uh, it's fancy over-the-top stupid colours. Which the real Baobab ain't. Yeah, fair enough. Listen, everyone who worked on this show no doubt did a good job, but fuck's sake, looking at it at 2023 makes me hate them. I'm sorry. <laughs> you did nothing wrong. You just had the bad the bad luck of uh, being the first cartoon and therefore getting a watch from me. Oh, look, the more you know. <laughs> the old school Hanna-Barbera. All right, Rick, very quickly, let's rewind this shit. The kite is blue with white ribbons. Okay. Let's just rewind it a little bit more. Yeah, it's still blue with white ribbons. At no point is four colours until the ghosts take over. I don't mean to be a dick here, but you're yeah, wrong. Yeah, fair enough. Um, what did you think of the episode, Rick? Um, garbage. <laughs> okay, now put it in the context of 1982. Now what are your opinions? Um, this was 20 years after Scooby-Doo. Was Scooby-Doo come out in 1962? It was in the 60s, yeah. I don't... No. I'm pretty sure it was the 60s. Yeah, th there were lots of better things that came before this. Oh, do you want to know what the sad thing is, Rick? I typed in Scooby-Doo and the first recommendation is, do you want to watch Velma? And it's like, no, I fucking don't. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it, but just not right now. I, I refuse to watch that show. I've seen so many snippets and they're fucking... It's not Scooby-Doo. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. I refuse to let some show that's not Scooby-Doo coast off the legacy of Scooby-Doo, which started in 1969, by the way. 69. Okay, so not a massive amount of time off, but yeah, like more than... 10 years before there was Scooby-Doo which was always better than this that's fine <sighs> uh, how about you what do you think yeah it's unfortunate it's really unfortunate it's I have to assume one of two things happened one Bandai went to Hanna-Barbera and begged them to make a cartoon which no that doesn't really stick with the average MO of a Japanese video game developer what I think happened was Hanna-Barbera saw the popularity of Pac-Man in the arcades and went let's get the rights to that and make a cartoon but let's also make no effort to do any research I mean how much research could there be when it's just Pac-Man. Okay, but on the flip side, they got the very term power pellets, which is one of three things in the fucking game, wrong. Yeah, there's like there's like five things in the game. There's Pac-Man, the ghosts, little pellets, power pellets, and cherry. They fucked up the ghosts <laughs> and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not good. It wasn't well researched. The animation is fine for the time, but... Yeah, I'll give it that. I'll give it that. But at the same time, it's Hanna-Barbera. I've, I've got to hold them to a bit of a higher standard than that. Yeah. If this was a, if this was a littler company, 
something, I'd be like, fuck it, who cares, they had a go, but hey, whatever. All right, Rick, let's get our final three out of the way and put this in the books. What was your favourite moment? My favourite moment, like I even said it at the time, it was the little visual gag of when they're playing checkers, or as you call it in the UK, drafts. They're all little Pac-Men, and then when Ms. Pac-Man wins, it eats the other pellets. I mean, the other uh, the other drafts, checkers. It's another four thing. I mean, yeah, but it was a cute visual gag. How about you? What was your favourite moment? My favourite moment was a bit of a meta moment, and that was you being fucking stupid. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a harsh way of putting it, I'm sorry. But you're going, yeah, but the kite looked the same. It's like, no, it fucking didn't. It looked nothing like the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not as bad as me going, oh, what? how is the fish the only thing that looks like a fish? But that made sense in context, <laughs> you know? Like, like, yeah, it sounds dumb. On the, It's like when Carl asked what the creatures from Gremlins was, and it sounds dumb, but it's not, because he, he was asking what the what the Mogwa were called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, we digress. All right, there's plenty to choose from for this. Rick, weakest link. The plot. What plot? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, the complete lack of plot and the fact that they tried to make a slice of life thing out of something that had nothing. Which, you know, first episode blues and all that, but I can't see them doing much better with the other episodes. This definitely feels like one of those shows which you can watch in any order and it won't affect anything. Yeah, it, it, it seems to be very much intended to be that way. I, I will give them a bit of leeway in the sense that Pac-Man really does have nothing to build off of. Oh yeah. But uh, they could have done better. Yeah, like the lore of Pac-Man at this point was is Pac-Man. Yeah. But yeah, what about you? What was your uh, weakest link? Yeah, the show is basically a a catalyst for so many budding Vore fans before they realised it. Like, I know we're joking and we're poking a bit of fun, but there really is a lot of things just eating things, but then being perfectly okay, which is kind of the MO of Vore half the time, it feels like. Yeah. Are you a predator or a prey? Uh, And if you're a prey, do you just awaken at the church or something? Oh, boy. Oh, it's one of those things where, like, okay, let's, let's get... Let's get into Vortalk here, Rick. I'm not into it. I'm really not. But from a submissive dominance perspective, I can absolutely see why some people get suckered in. Because you going predator prey makes my skin crawl and go, Ugh. but I can imagine someone being a major dom or a major sub being like, Ugh, you know? Yeah. But then you've also got the flip side of it's literally someone eating someone. Yeah, like literal cannibals exist in the real world. Okay, no, it's a bit different to that, Rick. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally, totally, totally. Oh, no, it's it's very different. Uh, I, I opened the can and I immediately regretted opening the can. Thanks, Rick. Good job. Oh, you know what? I just remembered when going on one of my deep dives, discovering what the fuck this was for the first time way back when, uh, there is a cafe in Japan that's a Vore cafe. And before you ask, no, you don't eat people because no shit you don't. But <laughs> but they've got this weird like bag thing that they put you in and it simulates being in a stomach. Okay. And I'm like, that's got to be expensive for one. And two, why? I, you got a sleeping bag at home. <laughs> Use that. <laughs> no, but it's like, like I've seen a, a, I've not seen a picture of it. I've seen a diagram of what it's meant to be like and it looks like kind of a black bag and it's meant to feel like the inside of stomach which obviously it can't because the inside of stomach means you'll get digested by acid but yeah ph1 stomach acid like possibly the strongest acid no known to man just you know we don't have a lot of it by which I, so i've got to assume that it gives you the sensation of having liquid sloshed around you but who finds that sexy yeah i mean i said sleeping bag but yeah just fill your sleeping bag with jelly and get it i guess Maybe lotion. But yeah, anyway, Rick. <laughs> let's get to it. Our very final award, if we can even give it out. Who's your MVP? My MVP goes to the full company of Hanna-Barbera for taking the paycheck. <laughs> and at least producing something. Even though we didn't like it, at least they made it. So you're, well, you're working on the assumption that Bandai begged them to make it. Yeah. I, I, that's the only hope that I have, because your alternative is far more likely. Um, so I'm giving a prospective MVP. How about you? Who's your MVP? Background artists. While uh, while it wasn't stellar by any stretch of the imagination, it was fine, and that's a high fucking praise for this shit cartoon. Yeah, when there was a background, because sometimes it was just Pac-Man runs towards or away from the screen and it's pink. Okay, environment then. Environment yeah. artists. <laughs> like, when they were in the park, they mostly had trees and stuff, including that real dummy thick one. Yeah. But, you know. But, yeah, that was, uh, that was Pac-Man, the animated series. If you liked what you saw, which you probably didn't, uh, let us know in the comments. Uh, down below if you're watching on YouTube if you're not watching on YouTube but instead listening via any of our audio platforms you can instead send us an email where they said and send email to Rick nonsensereviewuk at gmail.com once again that is nonsensereviewuk at gmail.com yes 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 fortunately we've got a movie again next week we won't tell you which one but we're it's got to be better than this <laughs> it's got to be better if it's not I'm abandoning it halfway through oh man <laughs> 
And on that revelation, let's hope we don't abandon that next week. If the episode next week is over two hours, we probably made it to the end. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the runtime. There we go. All right. Bye-bye, guys. Ta-ra. <laughs>